Hello and welcome to Your Way, the podcast that will help you figure out who you are, what you want, and how to do life, business, relationships, all of it on your terms. If you are fed up of following somebody else's rule book and are ready to throw it out and write your own, keep listening. This is the space to help you really figure out how you want to do this crazy thing called life your way. Join me as I explore these fascinating topics through a variety of guest interviews and solo episodes. It's time to do life on your terms. Buckle up and get ready. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Your Way podcast. So today I want to talk about what our dog, Sydney, has taught me about boundaries and the importance of boundaries and how boundaries really benefit everyone, even when it doesn't feel like they will. So just a little bit of context around, well, boundaries, first of all, what are boundaries? So I see a boundary as something that we put in place for how either we are going to behave towards ourselves or how we are going to permit other people to behave around us. Now, boundaries are, we put the boundaries in place. So it's not that we tell other people that they have to behave in a certain way, but it's putting the boundary in place of, if you behave in this particular way, then I'm going to do X. So rather than you can't make comments about my appearance anymore, that's not a boundary, that's a demand. A boundary might be that you know for yourself if your, I don't know, let's say mum likes to comment on your weight and it makes you feel a certain way, you might decide that a boundary for yourself is that you are not going to spend time around your mum if she's constantly talking about your weight. And so how you may put a boundary in place around this might be, so if she comments on your weight, you might say, mum, it makes me feel really uncomfortable when you comment on my weight. I would rather you didn't do this. I'm trying to create a much more positive relationship with myself and my body. Um, and I hope that you can support me in my endeavours. And then if your mum continues to comment on your weight, the boundary is how you then respond. So that might be, mum, we've talked about this and I've asked you not to comment on my weight. If you continue to comment on my weight, then I am going to insert your thing here. You know, I'm, I'm going to stop calling you um, because it's not helping me to achieve my goal of feeling better about myself. And so we're not we're not. We're not controlling. We are just putting a firm boundary in place. You know, if you keep yelling at me, I'm going to hang up the phone. It's different to you're not allowed to yell at me anymore. And it might feel like it's the same thing, but it's a very subtle shift. Like the boundaries come from us, but we can't force anybody else to comply with our boundaries. But we get to decide how we react if they choose not to meet them. And so this is boundaries, right? And boundaries are so, so hard for many, many people because what boundaries bring up in us is this visceral reaction of what is going to happen 
if we disappoint another person, if we upset another person, if we don't please another person, if another person has feelings towards us that feel uncomfortable. And for many of us, we learn very early on that we look after others' needs first. We don't consider our own needs. We don't have needs. And so if somebody says, can you do this thing for me? The reaction is always, yes, of course, no matter how much it impacts us. So this is a really key area around this time of year so because you might be invited to lots of social events. There might be expectations around the presents that you need to buy or the stuff you need to go or the family members that you need to see. And then layer that on top of your normal boundaries, people asking you to do more stuff at work, clients asking more things from you. It's really, really important every now and again just to check in around, okay, well, what are my boundaries? What feels good? How do I communicate my boundaries? And how do I get to a place? And this is the key bit. So if you've been distracted, come back to me. How do I get to a place where I can communicate my boundaries without it sending me into such a tailspin because I'm matched with guilt or like it completely ruins my day because I'm so worried about what other people are going to think. And to help you to really cement in the benefit of boundaries to everyone, I'm now going to share with you something that I have experienced and learned recently via our little dog, Sydney. So those of you who have seen me on social media and things, you're probably aware Sydney is a delightful little ball of fluff. She's a happy little treasure and she is our absolute baby. And Sydney likes to chase wildlife. And I'll just leave it at that. Now, when you live in the countryside, a dog that likes to chase wildlife is she's really setting herself up for being shot at some point. So what we have had to resort to is mostly keeping her on the lead all of the time, but that's not always great for us. It's not great for her. And there's still situations where there's a maybe a pheasant or a rabbit or a sheep where she's on the lead and she kind of loses her mind because she wants to go after the animals. And it's like, okay. And what we haven't got with Sydney is a firm boundary in place so she knows when we say no it's a no she's like I'll be fine I'll see you later <laughs> she goes so we have sought the assistance of a specialist dog trainer so that we can keep our dog alive and so that walking her is an enjoyable experience in the area that we live because there is wildlife literally everywhere um and so essentially what what the trainer taught us talked us through was this need for her to know that we are the authority and to have real clear behaviors in place about what isn't 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 okay and also for her to know the consequences if she doesn't do it she behaves so that her desire is to to behave um and and so that we all know where we are now, for me and that, who both have our share of childhood stuff, the idea of um, being authoritative or dominant over Sydney felt very, very uncomfortable. And I'm not talking like whacking the dog or anything. <laughs> I'm not 
fucking animal cruelty. Do not report me to the authorities. But it is about, you know, so on her lead, if she's not doing something right, giving her a little tweak so that she sort of gets the gist of, oh, this isn't right. And then also giving her lots and lots of praise when she does get things right. So we're there feeling quite uncomfortable. And this trainer's like, just give me five minutes with the dog. Like it might feel uncomfortable, just give me five minutes with the dog. So for context, Sydney does not like people. She loves wildlife. She's not sure about people. People that she doesn't know, she's very, very nervous of. So this guy takes the lead and she's pulling away and she doesn't want any of it and she's desperately trying to get away from him. And then he spends, I'm not kidding, 90 seconds maybe, maybe two minutes with our little dog, puts this different kind of lead on her and gets her walking. So first of all, she's in her normally, just gets her walking. So she's not getting the option of pulling back. He's just pulling her along. Um, and then he puts this new lead on. And within about, yeah, like 90 seconds to two minutes, he's walking to heel beside him. He stops. She's sitting down. She's paying attention to him. She's not getting distracted. And then the loveliest, loveliest thing was, after about three minutes, this guy is now her new best friend. She's jumping up at him. She's getting cuddles. Like, she's happy. And it was just this thing, like, watching in real time. Okay, this guy's just put boundaries in place feels uncomfortable but you can immediately see that Sydney now feels safe Sydney now feels so safe that she really loves this guy and for me it was just such a beautiful visual example because we wouldn't normally get it that fast with people and also you know Sydney can't sit there and like give us a mouth or whatever because she's a two-year-old dog that can't speak <laughs> whatever age I don't think she's ever going to learn to talk um, but it was just, it was such an awakening for me of like, we have handed to this dog. This dog has been our absolute baby because of our life experiences. We haven't wanted to be too firm with her or anything else. We've just wanted it to feel loved. We've just wanted to love her. But in not giving her any clear boundaries, any support, any understanding of how she's supposed to behave, I think that is partly why she's so anxious because she hasn't had this clear set space of this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I am recording this on the Monday after the first training on the Friday. And we've been doing little bits of training with Sydney over the weekend. I cannot tell you, I cannot tell you the night and day shifts in this dog. And where we were worried that we were potentially going to damage our relationship with her, she is so much more loving. She is so much more affectionate and she's pretty loving and affectionate anyway. But you can just see she's feeling more confident and she's feeling safer. And I really, really wanted to share this because so often we think that if we put a boundary in place, whether it's with your kids or with your clients or at work, the result is going to be that people will push back, they'll get annoyed, they'll think that you don't care, um, you'll kind of ruin relationships, they'll be disappointed with you. All of that might happen to begin with, by the way. Because humans are not dogs and they can also have emotional reactions that they can communicate to you. But the overall end position is so much healthier for everybody because, first of all, the person putting in place the boundary doesn't feel resentful 
in their interactions with the other person because the interactions with the other person are working for them the other person knows where they're at so they have a safe container to push up against and also all the time we are trying to manage the reactions of somebody else and take responsibility for their feelings and overdo and overprotect and make sure that they don't possibly think anything about us is bad or wrong or anything else we actually disempower them from first of all maybe having a negative reaction and being able to be responsible for that but we also disempower them from finding their own voice standing up for themselves being able to come in their own power because all the time everyone's just tiptoeing around everybody else no one's getting what they want no one's expressing their needs and no one is learning how to do it their way because it's like I can't do it my way I need to make sure everybody else is happy so what's their what's the way they want and how do I do that and so I hope that the sharing around um well first of all just talking about boundaries a little bit more but then that sharing around that's such clear example of how we create safety and structure with boundaries and yes the example was in the context with our dog but it carries over into into humans as well so just something for you to think about and explore this week. What are the boundaries that you want to have in place for yourself first? You know, if you notice that you're working all hours of the day or you're responding to clients at all hours of the day or you're never giving yourself any space from your kids, what are the boundaries that you need to take care of you? And then what are the boundaries that you want to put in place around how other people are going to interact with you and how do you want to deal with that? There was something to explore. It's something that we are diving into in the Thriving Strong program inside your way at the moment. Um, I know I talked about that a little bit more last week. But if you would like to know more, if you'd like to come into the program, if you'd like to experience doing this work with me, um, because each month you're inside your way, there is an implementation space where we sit down and we do this work together. Um, then please reach out. You can find out more of the pro about more. You can find out more about the program. Say that three times fast. Um, via the show notes. And otherwise, I will see you next week. Take care. Bye.